Hello, Bitcoiners. Welcome back to the show. My name is Ansel Lindner. This is Bitcoin and Markets. Today, we have a Bitcoin banter episode for you. That is where we get onto Discord and we record our group chats. I love this content. I love producing this content. This is the stuff that I wish that somebody would have produced, you know, three, four years ago when I was um, really just, I could not do anything but absorb Bitcoin stuff. So there's a lot of people out there that want to be listening just to, even if it's not exactly about Bitcoin, it's related to Bitcoin and, and they're listening all the time. Uh, that's kind of the idea behind these shows. Anyway, we I have some great people that joined this week in the chat. We have Guy Swan from Crypt Economy Podcast, Jeff from Bitcoin is Freedom with myself, Brady from Citizen Bitcoin Podcast, and Christian from POV Crypto. These guys are all really sharp and have really good, insightful commentary. Special thanks goes out to Jeff for editing this episode. The original recording here was over two and a half hours long. What we decided to do was take the first 30 minutes and release it here by itself. It's the first main topic. And it's about YouTube, deplatforming, uh, alternatives to YouTube, decentralized alternatives to YouTube, what we're going to see come in the future, what is out there right now kind of thing. So the rest of the episode, we're going to release first onto Patreon for the $5 members over there on Patreon. And then after two weeks, we'll be releasing it for everybody else. So if you want to get the rest of this episode soon, go on over to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and markets. If you want to support the show just in general, we have free ways to support the show as well as, uh, you know, donations. You can go to bitcoinandmarkets.com forward slash support. Thank you guys so much for donating. Thank you, patrons, for supporting. You know, it's much needed and well appreciated. All right. Thanks for joining us. Let's get on with it. Pretty much open floor, whatever you want to talk about. If you can try to tie it into Bitcoin, that's great. But Really, I think anything goes. Do we talk about things other than Bitcoin? We just do, talk, I, well, do I do that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, like I talk about anti-state stuff, freedom-minded stuff, and like how... Oh, Bitcoin yeah, that's Bitcoin-related. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can pretty much tie anything into Bitcoin. But sometimes there's just interesting news or topics that people want to like rant about or say something about. Yeah. Should I ping Christian? Oh, wait, he's in the member voice. What's up? Hey. Yo, yo, Brady. What up, what up? What's up, Snarks? Yeah, Christian, we got you. Let's go. I'm not used to this. (laughs) It's like, it feels weird, even though I did this already. Okay, I don't really have any headlines prepared. (laughs) (laughs) if If anybody has... Anything they want to go with, uh, go for it. I'm curious anybody's thoughts on uh, my brother and I were talking about this um, not too long ago. Uh, so, like, a bunch of people have been deplatformed and stuff, and I've been hearing about DTube, like that some people are moving to that. What is DTube? I have yet to look it up. Does anybody know what that is? Is that like something? Does it have like its own coin or some crap? Like, what is that? Yeah, it's another like DAP YouTube competitor. Gotcha. Okay. So it's probably it, not something to be super interested in, but does it have a coin or is it just like a YouTube straight up YouTube competitor? I don't think they have a coin. But what I do oh, know okay. is that 
you it's not reliable to store videos because i think that they purge them if like uh they don't get views after so long um i think it i think it was isn't it built on steam it is it um i think it uses steam it yeah one of those has a steam it tie-in and i think it might be the dtube yeah i'm not sure like how bit shoot bit shoot works but okay yeah yeah it looks like brilliant idea i went to the website to look at it um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, they the video is on IPFS, so it's the stipulations of anybody just choosing whether or not. So you're probably right; it probably does get purged if nobody's actually watching the video. Um, but the comments are on Steam, so any like sharing links or something, it looks like um, is they're using the Steam blockchain and the uh, Steam platform or whatever to uh, host all the other information. You know who's yeah. using that that I watch is um, Corbett, the Corbett Report. Does anybody else watch that one? They're using DTube? Yeah, he, uh, he's he been doing a website and v- vlog, I guess you'd call it, for, uh, I don't know, 10 years or something. And hmm. uh, he was all on YouTube, and now he recently like cut down to one-fifth on YouTube and the rest on I think it's DTube. It might be the bit shoot stuff, but I don't know. I was about to say there's like two or three right now that are trying to uh, be that decentralized version, but I just don't know if that's going to work, man. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It could. It could. It could. But so the thing is, is if it becomes successful enough, is it actually decentralized? Or are they going to eventually have to be forced to censor? That's the question. Mm-hmm. I feel like the problem is it's the whole theory of like uh, least possible decentralization. Like you decentralize the most important thing that needs to be. And I don't know if like, like I think trying to build an entire platform with comments, like I think you're just going to run into too many headaches and too many drawbacks and things that people run into where they have to figure out why something isn't working or where the information is or something. I mean, maybe they get it sorted out. Maybe it ends up working. All right. Like this main page seems to be working, but I don't know. I just, I find it unlikely. Like it seems like an unnecessary step. That's probably just going to make it less reliable and not as easy to use, which means, most people who don't care about decentralization are just going to use some other platform, you know? How how hard is it to just host, because the ultimate decentralization would be the content creators hosting it themselves on their own website. I mean, how hard mm-hmm. is, is that to do? I think it's probably, I mean, maybe if you like run an IPFS node or something, I don't, I don't quite know how that system works, but maybe you could do that pretty easily but anything that's like getting a ton of traffic like you either use your own internet connection where you're immediately limited to you know five people watching it at once unless they're helping you host it or now you're paying for hosting which is you know not cheap if you're uploading and downloading videos constantly so i i don't really know um it seems like a stretch so like amazon you would have to have hosting through like amazon or something Possibly. And then you're at the risk of them shutting you down. 
Exactly. Like, I feel like at some point you're going to run into a bottleneck where obviously one home computer, if you're popular, like can't handle all the traffic. Like, you're not going to get a million views on that video. <laughs> like, you're not going to upload 60 terabytes of video because you got a 20 minute video and a million people watch you. It's not cost effective either. So, like, you know, you'd be losing money on every single video that you put out there. So. Uh, I think I think a decentralized video stuff like this can work for very important videos. Like ninety nine point nine percent of the videos on YouTube, you know, they they a wouldn't garbage. work. Yeah, they wouldn't work. But yeah. for videos that are like you know leaks or you know maybe even um, like um, video recording the cops or uh, something like that, that like really important stuff, then uh, that could that could be sustained, I think, in a decentralized fashion. But yeah, I don't think it's workable in the DTube model. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, go for it, Brady. No, I was just going to say, I totally agree with that. There's, It's that question that we always ask ourselves, right? Like, do you really need a blockchain for that? And does it like does it need censorship resistance? Does it need like inflation resistance if it's money? Does it need confiscation resistance? Um, and if it doesn't need any of those things, then you probably don't need to be use a decentralized blockchain. You can just centralize it. So I think I think that's right. There's probably room for some decentralized uh, video sharing platform, but it's only going to be like necessary to use it for videos that are getting censored on other platforms. Plus, there's you know we we have like uh, we have Gab, and and Gab has is a centralized uh, effort, at least at this point, anyway, um, to you know basically replace Twitter, or other free speech platforms, uh, or other platforms with a free speech version of the platform, censorship resistant, or at least censorship like dedicated to being um, to being against censorship, um, and that that also like will work probably pretty well. Um, the the guys at Gab are building some technologies basically on the internet that will allow them to be uh, outside of the typically censored part of the internet, like the kind of the centralized corporate corporate part of the internet. And that would probably work as well. And I think there's another one called DLive, which is what I was getting confused with because PewDiePie uh, start, like, started broadcasting on DLive, um, which is also a competitor to, to DTube. And it uses its own protocol called Lino, lino.network, L-I-N-O.network. Uh, it's not an ERC-20. It's a native blockchain. Uh, that they're building on. So I don't know much about it, but I did download the app and take a look at it when I heard the PewDiePie was going over there. What's worse, native shit coins or Ethereum shit coins? <laughs> I don't know. Probably awesome. probably native shit coins, I guess. I don't know. Cause it's like, you know, yet another protocol, at least with Ethereum, like, um, you know, all that shit's built on, on, you know, one system uh, that can just kind of all go down together. I don't know. Yeah, you can you can benefit <laughs> off the other people's Ponzi schemes with Ethereum. Yeah, yeah. Native native shit coins like come with uh, the the whole basket of problems all over again. At least the Ethereum based shit coins are just they just have Ethereum problems. You know, like it's 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 a it's it, it comes in a big basket of stuff. It's like a it's like a basket of fruit. You get it all at once. Those the native ones that are just like do their own chain and stuff like i don't know that crap's not gonna work you gotta you're restarting all the infrastructure you know exactly you're trying to start the whole game all over again 
And see, that's like that's like you're talking about like D Live or whatever. Like that's that's one of the problems with these. We we just mentioned what four of these platforms, and I'm like, there's no shelling point here. Like there's no like like why would it, like one of these has to like stand out in a massive way. And I feel like Gab is the only one that has the potential. And obviously they're censored. I mean, they're uh, they're centralized, you know, mm-hmm. uh, but they work better. All of them the are centralized. That's true. true. That's pretty much just, true. Are they being honest or not? Like, yeah. is DLive actually censored? I met them at a conference. What, the, you met the crew at a conference? Like a developer? Yeah, I met the Steemit crew. They're shilling it. They're all hyped about it. They're on payroll. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, and yeah, the... The biggest, sorry, go ahead, Brady. No, go ahead, Jeff. It's all good. Well, I was going to kind of go back on a tangent here, but like the the problem is, is if it's decentralized, it's like you've got to host and videos are, you know, large files. So you got to host these in multiple places. Like it's a challenge for um, uh, data centers to do this and have the redundancy and have failovers. Um, You have to reboot servers. You have to upgrade them. I mean, it's like a big problem and to expect that to happen in like a decentralized blockchain manner, I don't think is like even like it's not really possible, is it? I mean, so I just go back to like hosting the content yourself. Um, I don't know. I just see it as a major problem. Yeah, the, 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 the redundancy needed to keep the data live on a decentralized network is, you know, you're looking at something that's easy, five, 10 X. If you're really lucky, what a centralized service has to deal with. And if there's no way to pay for it, like that's the big thing is that you're talking about spending way more resources to do the same job for seemingly a very small kind of picky, like, distinction between yours and the other platform but with a handful of drawbacks at the same time like it has to be some sort of a fee model like you have to be paying for it youtube is great and basically wins the day every freaking time because they're free you're paying for it but you're not actually paying for it you know i'm not going and spending a dollar every time i want want watch a stupid video on youtube um but they're making a dollar off of me by being there so I don't know. I mean, this is all being like IPFS is going to solve these issues, right? I mean, and it doesn't need a token. Um, you know, like Gab is going to be, I think they might be using IPFS uh, for some of their efforts to get around really? being sent. Yeah. I, well, I heard a, an interview with them recently. Uh, Who's that? I think it might've been on Tales from the Crypt. How well does that work? How does IPFS work? I've always like heard about it, but it never seemed to be like I used it a number of times back in the day. But Brady, can you break it down? It, yeah, it I was, mean it's 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 like a it's a new product. Yeah, it's, it's like been a, new a number of years. Protocol, kind and, of a it aims to be a replacement for HTTP, basically. So it, it and it would be it's it's a way to distribute content in a decentralized way around the web so that it can't be censored. Um, and yeah, if you go to IPFS.io, it's all laid out there pretty well. Uh, there's, there's a demo and then there's, you know, as you scroll down, there's some, um, just the highlights that you really need to kind of grasp what they're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And it's, you know, like if Gab were to use something like this, um, 
Is it responsive? Like whatever implementation they end up going with. Uh, yeah, it is. It works. I mean, it's uh, it need it needs to grow some more. But I think as we like as a solution for a censorship resistant, you know, transport of of information and data that's that's mm-hmm. not value. Um, it's a really good solution that doesn't use a token, right? But you can still use Lightning or Bitcoin, like Gab is, to monetize your project. Um, mm-hmm. You don't need you don't need a, a new blockchain to you know make it censorship resistant. Um, there's other protocols like like this and others even that are um, aiming to provide that. I mean, BitTorrent is pretty good too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it it sounds like that's a a routing like a routing protocol, but then I always go back to the storage part. Like it's the data's got to be stored somewhere. Yeah. So you run a network node on IPFS, just like you run. I was about say that it looks like yeah. this is about storage. Yeah, I mean the and application. Like, the application it, it would give me layers haven't really. Been, <laughs> <laughs> the applications haven't really been built on top of this stuff yet to make it user friendly. But I think that yeah. stuff's coming. You know. Um, I feel like this is where mining comes in because I feel like mining incentivizes the creation of a lot of data centers and then eventually that turns into people that self-host a lot of this infrastructure that are like kind of like medium-sized players compared to what we have existing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's definitely been a key for bootstrapping Bitcoin, but, you know, Bitcoin is, has its own reward structure built in. That's what the token, you know, that's what the Bitcoin token is basically is it's it's the incentive it's the incentive to bootstrap the entire network because you're building money with it um it is hard but you also build infrastructure right and that infrastructure like can make you money if you you know commit computing power to stuff yeah and this was that whole fat protocol discussion that was happening you know a couple years ago was like all right, we're going to use tokens to bootstrap the creation of useful protocols like ipfs um, but that didn't really end up working out. What's going to happen is we'll build applications on top of IPFS and the incentive will come from creating great content, right? Um, or, and content that doesn't, that uh, can't be served up in a centralized way, basically. And that will be kind of the transition. I don't, I really don't see, like Ansel was saying earlier, a big, huge, massive market that would really basically a YouTube replacement, uh, a decentralized version of it. I don't think that we really need that yet for 99% of that content. I don't think we, maybe we'll never need it. So someday think, we might like have the luxury of, of having it anyway, but you know, we don't, I don't think we need it. What would be interesting is to be able to somehow, <laughs> I don't know, trick YouTube into being able to see it on their platform, but not hosting it there. So like, like to sneak your way into all of the other like indexes that people are constantly on, like whether it be like some sort of social media or something, something like that. Um, but uh, I don't know. I think, I think the trick would be not having your own, the own platform, like not having to go to DTube to find the video, but well, I, don't, big- I, don't, I have no idea how you would even pull that off, but like, I kind of feel like that's the that's the limiting factor is you're forcing people onto a, a completely different network to find right. your stuff. It's, it's uh, you have to disrupt YouTube somehow. Um, yeah, and I'm just thinking like, okay, well, how was MySpace disrupted? How were how was AOL disrupted? How are these other things? And it's almost like you have to add more features or have some other 
sell that gets people onto your platform. Maybe it has to become cool in some way. Um, and so I, I don't think like decentralizing these in these uh, ways like DTube or DLive, yeah, they're not going to work. It has to be, there has to be something special, maybe like a social network component that's added in there or something. I don't know, but uh, it'll come when the demand is high enough for sure. I feel like the differentiating factor of some of the like social media things that actually like took off. The reason Facebook won is because it had a more direct focus on schools at the time. People in your school, like I remember when I got on it really, really early, it was like because I could find the people who were in my immediate area in at my at my college, like uh, in the Dude. group. And then it was also simple. MySpace was a clusterfuck. Like it was terrible. <laughs> and, Do any of yeah. you guys listen to Exponent? No, what is that? Which one? It, it's a comp- it's a podcast called Exponent. It's uh, two tech guys. It's really really good. Highly recommend it. Um, if you want to listen to something that's not Bitcoin, I don't have that much time for that these days. But <laughs> it's a good podcast. Um, regardless, like they talk about how Bitcoin. Or sorry, um, Jesus. They talk about how Facebook really piggybacked off your real life network. So mm-hmm. that's what it did better than MySpace. Like MySpace, it was kind of a hodgepodge, didn't have much of a direction. Like Guy said, uh, Facebook was really about like, what's your college network? And then it went from there. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like that, that's kind of what we saw with all the other um, social media things that actually succeeded in the face of Facebook being around is they were, rather than adding a whole bunch of new features or doing something crazy big, they did something unbelievably simple and unique. Twitter, extremely short snippets of stuff. You know, it wasn't about trying to find your little friend group, some famous person, you know, like, like, like you can talk to anybody in the Bitcoin space, which you can't, I can't go to Facebook and just be like, you know, have a chat with all of you guys. Like, I don't know. It's just a completely different platform. And then Instagram, it's just images, like just images and little videos and stuff everywhere. Another like all thing like I remember simpler. around that, around that time is, uh, when Gmail started, it was premium. You had to get an invite. And so I think that kind of like stimulated a lot of people to sign up for Gmail and get involved in, you know, and then once they're in, then you can hook them. And Exclusive. Then a, yeah. And then, a, a, yeah, manufactured scarcity. And that's what, I mean, that's what the Facebook yeah, did yeah. with, um, that's what Facebook did with, you know, limiting it to just universities only, you know. So it, with Gmail, you either had to know somebody. Or you had to with Facebook you had to be part of a school, but yeah, that's that's kind of been like a uh, kind of a viral loop uh, builder for products, like but you know, internet it's, products for a long time. Yeah, it's a common sales tactic. Like, uh, yeah, uh, so your first buy, you can only buy a hundred shares. You know, and it's like, well, fuck, dude, I was only going to buy ten. I got to buy a hundred. <laughs> Sign me up for the hundred. Right. <laughs> Well, then, then YouTube needs to have a competitor that's like premium. Yeah, I don't know, something that where they take care of the creators or y- y- it's invite only to be on this new thing. And maybe that would slowly uh, build into something as a competitor. There is a YouTube premium, but it's really accessible to anybody. You just got to pay for it. Is that like the YouTube red thing? Uh, I think so. I think they call it YouTube premium now, maybe. Um, YouTube I get, red? I, 
advertise all the time. I think they did call it red for a while. I think it's just called yeah, YouTube. Wouldn't that is did they change the name because everybody mis- mistook <laughs> it for the porn site? Isn't there like a YouTube? Isn't there a tube? Red, oh yeah, there's red a red tube. tube. Red tube. That's what it is. <laughs> you said yeah. that. That's exactly what I thought. I was like, isn't that? Isn't that porn? <laughs> it was like two dollars a month, and then you didn't see any ads or something like that. I mean, that's pretty yep. cool. Probably worth it. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Oh, and you can you can get background play. I I think about doing it all the time, so I can oh, like, yeah. you know, I'm watching something on YouTube, and I just want to listen to it and put it in my pocket, put my phone in my pocket, you know. And then yeah. like you do that thing where you like face the screen out on the outside, so it's not touching your body and pausing your, your video <laughs> and stuff like that, you know. So it's like and you gotta like, you gotta like carefully slide it out of your pocket, and you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Um, hey, you can open it up in a browser. I think it works on any phone. But yeah, pull it these are Bitcoin problems. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just pull it up in a browser and then go to YouTube, and then I think it's will still really it'll still play. Yeah. Oh, nice. Try it out. Background. Yeah, I'll try that. That's going to do it for this first main topic. If you guys want to get the rest of this Bitcoin banter, you're going to have to go to patreon.com forward slash Bitcoin and markets and become a $5 member there. With that $5, you also get member status on Discord with the member only chat and text room. I do drop some member only stuff there on Discord as well. So this was fun. I want to thank again everyone that joined Guy Swan from Crypt Economy, Jeff Brady from Citizen Bitcoin and Christian from POV Crypto. Before you go, I want to tell you about the affiliate links that you can find on the show notes page. Okay, so when you go to this page on the website, bitcoinandmarkets.com forward slash E170, you're going to find a bunch of different affiliates. I have my two favorite ones right now are Generate Press. Do you have an idea for a website or looking to update your WordPress theme? I recently updated the website for Bitcoin and Markets, and I finally found a WordPress theme that I really love. It's called Generate Press. Generate Press is the perfect lightweight theme for your next project. It's performance focused, user friendly, and looks really professional. Generate Press is perfect for all levels of users, from beginners to developers that want to get in there and mess with every, you know, really customize each page. So if you're looking for a flexible and powerful WordPress theme with great customer service, customer support, go to bitcoinandmarkets.com forward slash GP. That's bitcoinandmarkets.com forward slash GP. Check out the premium Generate Press WordPress theme today. That's the first script. And now the second one is going to be for TradingView. All right. I use TradingView religiously. So I do have a TradingView affiliate. If you become a, if you sign up for an account and become a pro version of your account, uh, which gives you a bunch more indicators and other, and you know, ability to save charts and things, then, uh, you know, use my affiliate link. So here's my spiel. Hey, Bitcoiners. Some people say the price is the least interesting thing about Bitcoin, but I think that's dead wrong. In fact, price is about the only thing that matters. The market will incentivize everything else. To follow the price, I use the industry standard for charting, TradingView. It's an advanced financial visualization platform with the ease of use of a modern website. With a pro account, you can have all of the indicators you need and get the most out of studying Bitcoin's price movements. You can bone up on your charting skills while supporting the show with no extra cost to you by using our sponsor link, bitcoinandmarkets.com forward slash TV. 
That's bitcoinandmarkets.com forward slash TV. Thank you for supporting Bitcoin and Markets. We'll see you next time.